Hi, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Chelsea. I'm Alicia. And this is Camp Final Girls. Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. We're back. back. (laughs) How long has it been? (laughs) It's only been um, two weeks. Two weeks. (laughs) We missed last week. Sorry, guys. It was kind of crazy for both of us. So, but we're back again. I just like, I don't know. I've been so exhausted lately because I like work all day and I just get yelled at all day and it's fucking hot out. And then I come home and I usually go to the gym and then I cook dinner and then it's just a lot. So on my weekends, I want to take breaks, but I, I haven't been. So mm-hmm. like, I never take just like one day to just like sit there always doing something. Yeah. I feel like everything's crazy in my life right now. Only, you know, but yeah, I just, well, feel like- that's your own fault. <laughs> I, yeah no I agree like it is my fault brought it on yourself girl I, I did I did knowingly knowingly like that's what's crazy I just really hope you like learn from it and can move on because I'm yeah. starting to get over it I'm exhausted like I just want to be fucking happy so yeah well I don't know if that's meant for us in this life. Maybe not. <laughs> God, please take us right now. Just take me now. <laughs> take me now. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm exhausted too. And I like haven't even, I don't even like date guys or anything. And just hearing like you and my other friends talking about guys in their lives. It's just like making me really not want to talk to anyone <laughs> now. I'm just like, uh, I'll just be alone forever. Yeah, like uh, my sister said, she's like, there's no good guys out there anymore. Like, and they're very rare. It's or they're t- taken. Already. Or they're taken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, dude. I know. And that's why I'm just like trying to get a cat really bad. <laughs> so. Hey, I got three cats. So and one of them likes to have attention. So, you know, that's good. perfect for my life. Yes. <laughs> I was I went to go look at cats and like. I went to PetSmart at like, I think it was four and there was this cute, Mm -hmm. oh, this adorable little black and white kitten that was just staring at me from the window and it was all adoptions close at 2 p.m. And I'm like, you could have been mine. Oh no. So sad. (laughs) And I just left and I like, I emailed them, but I highly doubt I'll hear from them. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because I called this other shelter and they said yesterday they had 12 kittens and they all got adopted in one day. Oh my God. I know. I'm like, dang, I, don't, I guess people just want compassion and like attention these days after mm-hmm. like coming out of a pandemic. And so they yeah. just want animals. So yeah, so many people have gotten animals and I've got cats because I can't have a dog in my apartment. You can't? Well, I mean, I can't because I can't take care of it. Like my, my dog is at my mom's house. Cause I can't have her here. She pees and poops everywhere. And I just couldn't handle it. And at least the cats, they have a litter box, you know, although my <laughs> cats know. are crazy and they make messes, but it's like, they're more, um, uh, easily like you can handle them better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because then you could like leave them at home all day and not be like, Oh, they probably are so sad. They just don't care. 
No, then, they just lay there. And then, uh, although Loki, he does get happy when I get home. He <laughs> comes to the door and greets me. So Aww. he's the only one that does He's that. trying to escape. He doesn't love you. He just wants to try to escape when you come home. <laughs> I know. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> this whole time, you think he just is so in love with you, but he's really trying to be like Nemo and just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, my relationship. <laughs> uh gross (laughs) let's not talk about that okay (laughs) okay so um this week I decided to do um a haunting because I wanted to stay away from um true crime just for a minute I know we did a uh what is it called Casey no yours it was oh the Wendigo the cryptid yes like I know we just did a cryptid so Mm -hmm. we already we're kind of away and we're kind of in the spooky. So I thought I would keep us there. Yeah. Just for one more week. We definitely need it. You know, what's so weird too, is I like to window shop online. So I'll just like have tons of carts open <laughs> and just have stuff in them. And I'm always like one night, maybe I'll be buzzed and I'll just be like, oh, what did I order myself at three o'clock in the morning the other day? <laughs> but I don't do it and I'm always like mm-hmm. okay but just I always wait until I come to visit <laughs> oh great I know I spend so much oh fucking my money god I know, I know. Uh, but okay, every time I'll become a stripper for the weekend before <laughs> or I was gonna say you could do like uber eats or something but okay <laughs> dang I'm just kidding just jumping. but for some reason I've been like looking around my apartment and I'm like ah, I feel like I need more spooky stuff in here because like that's my vibe you know yeah and I don't have enough spooky stuff so I'm always like looking online for like Halloween decorations or something but like <laughs> for everyday use yeah. and I'm always like I can never find anything I'm like I have to just wait until it's that time of year and then there's gonna be yeah. stuff everywhere but feel like it needs to be more spooky in here because um today I'm gonna be talking about ghosts and it makes me wish it was Halloween but it's not so that's pretty sad Mm -hmm. you definitely should buy like a lot of Halloween stuff after Halloween because it's so much cheaper and then you can sale yeah and just get it for next year well the gas station right next to me was selling cookies that are like have characters on them and then they're like Halloween characters and I asked the guy because Penelope wanted some I was all uh are these not expired because they're <laughs> from Halloween and he looked at them he's all those are expired oh my god <laughs> and they've been there still ever since <laughs> like, disgusting. Okay. so weird I was like they don't have like an inventory thing that they keep track of that stuff but that's crazy <laughs> so um, I'm actually kind of curious. Let's get into the, the topic now. Um, what city in America do you think is known as the most haunted? What city? Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. I don't know. Uh, give me a hint. Is it like on the east or west? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on the east. <laughs> Oh wow my, my geography I'm like trying to picture where this place is and I can't figure it um, out like most a, haunted city most haunted city I don't yeah. know okay well it is <laughs> are you ready for it drum roll yeah it's Savannah Georgia oh Savannah. I would have never I would have never <laughs> guessed that 
Really? I So when I was thinking about it, because I literally just started Googling like most haunted places in America mm-hmm. and it kept saying that Savannah was the most haunted city. And I was like, really more, more haunted than like Salem or New Orleans. Is that where uh, Lizzie Borden or no? No, that was oh. up in New, New England, I think. Oh, okay. Something like that. Mm. I don't know. That's <laughs> probably wrong. But anyways, so... <clears throat> I don't know if you knew this about Georgia, but it was also the 13th colony um, of the United States when it first, you know, was colonizing out here. No, I did not. Which 13 is a spooky number. Spooky. Um, Boys are both 13, Friday the 13th. (laughs) uh, Born on the 13th? Yeah, Friday the 13th. Uh, Like, actually, it was Friday when they were born? Yeah. I don't believe you. I swear to God. I'll have to look this up later. <laughs> swear to God. I'm going to call your 13th. I'm okay. not lying. I'll look, I'll look it up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so King George II established Georgia as um, the last of the colonies in 1732. Um, <clears throat> the blood spilled in Savannah throughout the centuries has been many, including some deadly battles, such as the siege of savannah in 1779 um this was a failed attempt by american and french troops to take the port city of savannah from british occupiers um there were 240 killed and 600 wounded and during the american civil war general t sherman took a troop on a march to the sea where he stormed through georgia with a troop of 62,000 soldiers so just picture this is like, you know, when America's first becoming a nation mm-hmm. and um, the British are here and, you know, we're trying to gain our independence from the British. The British are coming. <laughs> yes. Like Paul Revere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so it's just like a bloody mess because this city of Savannah is a port city because it's like where a lot of imports come from other na- um, nations, you know, for delivery into America so it's like a very um what is it called like just wanted land because of that um and so it's just there's just battle after battle here and there's tons of um, casualties casualties and so you can just imagine you know what's Mm -hmm. settling in that city and then um there were also deadly pandemics such as the yellow fever fever in 1820 did they say what they did with all the bodies? Because you know how sometimes back then they kind of just pile them up somewhere? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the yellow fever took a tenth of the population at the time. And the pandemic that followed in 1876, there were 1,066 who had died of the and then 5,000 of the 9,000 that were left over left because they were scared. So like you could just picture this land is just like becoming a ghost town because either everybody's dying mm-hmm. or they're leaving because they're scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you know what yellow fever is, but I will explain it to you. I do not know what okay. that is. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, but I'll explain anyways. <laughs> um, yellow fever was a scary and mysterious disease bringing on a sudden and painful death. Early symptoms included chills, followed by a fever, 
back pains and jaundice, which is a yellow slash green tint of the skin, Mm -hmm. which gave the disease its name. After uncontrollable hemorrhaging from the mouth, nose, and stomach, death often followed. About 60% of those infected died, and the disease usually ran its course in about six or seven days. So it's like, kind of reminds me of COVID in a way, like from at the beginning, you know, where it was just like a really quick death for those who got it really bad. And that's how this was. Only picture a tenth of like America's population died all at once. That's so crazy, you know? Yeah, it's scary. It's scary because imagine today we have a lot of like PPE and they can discover like, um, what is it called? Vaccines and stuff. That wasn't a thing back then. You just like fucking died. And they basically tried to figure out the easiest way to comfort you through that death, I guess. Oh my God. Can you imagine knowing like that you're going to die? Like, and you don't know when you're going to die, but it's going to be like soon. Like that's scary. Yeah. Cause you're skin's yellow and you're Mm. just bleeding every out of every orifice in your body oh my god that'd be so scary jesus um there were also some deadly fires that broke out in savannah at this time in 1796 a fire raged that burned down 229 houses and 146 outbuildings then on January 11th, 1820, a fire broke out in a stable and burned down 500 buildings. So not only were people at this time dying of the yellow fever, they were also dying of like just fires burning everything up. Oh my God. So fires, yellow fever, war, like yeah. just nonstop shit happened in there. It's, it's like a lot of bloodshed <laughs> in different ways too. And it's all like untimely unexpected death so that usually creates like a a wandering spirit you know wanting to Mm -hmm. reconcile um you know a part of me a part of me like wants to experience that but then at the same time I feel like being a ghost (laughs) (laughs) I want to be a ghost too actually yeah that is one thing I would want to do but um no not just that but like experiencing like a haunting like you know being there and like actually you know seeing something like that would be crazy you've never seen a ghost before no we had this conversation before I've never seen a ghost I know you have but I've I have never seen one and it's something that like burns in your memory because anytime I think about it I just picture the face that I saw Oh God, you're giving me chills. (laughs) Yeah, it hits me right in my heart, you know? And it's almost like I get the feeling that it's like watching me Mm -hmm. when I'm picturing it, you know? Oh my God, like it's back into your life again. Yeah, like it's like, ooh, you're remembering me. Oh God. Oh my gosh, because it was out of a corner. Like it was looking around a corner and I saw it looking around and it had this white hand that just like, and when it saw that I saw it, it like pulled itself back behind the corner and it oh my god you're just giving me chills flowing because it was all white and I can literally picture the face so now I'm like looking at the corner over there and I'm like oh my god what if I because I saw it past my sister's head because she was sitting in front of me talking to me and Mm -hmm. this was happening behind her head oh my god it was really scary and I don't know what the fuck it was I'm assuming it was a ghost 
yeah because we heard a lot of noises in that house too and sometimes in the hallway the attic door would be open and nobody would say that they opened it and it would scare the shit out of me god yeah so anyways back to the story (laughs) being okay so being a port city during the birth of america there's of course going to be tons of slave dependent labor that occurred um, up until the civil war took place so also in this city you have history of slaves basically Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of slaves end up dying so mix that in as well Mm -hmm. Um, So let's start with some of the haunted locations in Savannah. This first place is probably my favorite and I definitely would want to stay here. Um, It's called the Marshall House and it's on Broughton Street, which is like a main street out in Savannah. Um, It was built in 1851 by Mary Marshall to be a hotel in the premier shopping center of Savannah. She built the hotel on land that was left to her by her father, who was a French cabinet maker. And he was really rich making those cabinets. <laughs> so weird. Um, its gorgeous architecture consists of brick walls and sprawling staircases. And you should look it up, too. It's really pretty. It's called the Marshall House. And it's like it's a green um, brick, too. It's really pretty. I was like looking at it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I would love to stay there um so during the civil war the hotel was used as a hospital oh my god it's huge i know it's huge too and it's really pretty yeah and it's been there like this whole time that's crazy i know and and people can stay there yeah you can stay there and it like i looked it up it's like 200 dollars a night so it's not even too bad so they refurbish everything or do they have like a lot of old stuff inside? It's both. They have like refurbished like the things like the sinks and stuff, but they'll have like original fixtures and stuff too. Oh, okay. It's That's really cool. pretty in there. Yeah. So during the Civil War, the hotel was used as a hospital up until the war ended. Um, then it was used again as an infirmary during the two outbreaks of the yellow fever during the 19th century. Um, the souls who have died over the centuries of time um, are still around and still haunt the halls. So they're like, this place was literally almost every major event that happened in Savannah. Like uh-huh. they had either soldiers staying there or uh, or in the hospital there, uh-huh. or they had people with the yellow fever there. Holy crap. <clears throat> so it's seen every, and the, the crazy thing too, is this place reminds me of, a lot of the places that they go to on Destination Fear, mm-hmm. only those places got shut down. Yeah. Because it was like so old and this and that. But this one's been like restored this whole time. So That's it cool. it's really cool that they kept it, you know. And has anybody like in the recent years experienced hauntings there? Like Yeah. Yeah, I'll get I'll get to that um, okay. right now. So <laughs> in the 1990s, restoration was happening to the floorboards on the first floor, and they came across human remains. This quickly became a crime scene, and it was just basically like a pile of just human bones down there. Mm-hmm. After um, further investigation into the history, they discovered that this used to be used as a surgery room in the hospital, and they believed the remains were just the amputated limbs of soldiers. So (laughs) 
they were just cutting off a leg or an arm and just all throwing them in the same pit in the room. Oh God. So your arm can rot in there. Your arm can rot in there. Jesus Christ. It's just weird. That's so gross. I know. So imagine being a scientist and trying to be like, seeing if any of the skeletons <coughs> belong to one person. And they're like, no, it's like six <laughs> left feet, two right arms. And it's like, it's just a bunch of different people. Oh my God. So guests have said that they've seen um, basically like uh, ghosts of amputated soldiers around the hotel. Um Guests of the Savannah House have complained about tons of paranormal activity, including faucets turning on and off by themselves, lights flick. Where are you going? (laughs) I'm just like looking over and you're just slowly disappearing. (laughs) Right in the middle of my fucking story. (laughs) I was leaning back. Sorry. Hello? Um, toilets overflowing with no explanation and disembodied voices that flowed down the halls. Jeez. Um, doorknobs wiggle as though somebody's trying to get into your room. There's even a ghost cat that has known to run through the hotel, which I would love. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's all purring right next to you and you could just pet it. Pet a ghost? A ghost. I wonder if it would be cold. I don't even know if you could touch it. It would probably just be like nothing, nothingness. Aw, poor cat. <laughs> poor I me know. for not being able to feel the cat. I know. Now I really want a cat again. <laughs> <laughs> um, behind the front desk in the lobby is a painting of Mary Marshall done by Peter Lawrence in 1830. One time, a girl pointed at the picture and told her dad that she had seen that lady in the hallway upstairs. So she's like even seeing the owner. Oh my god. How did she die? Uh just old age. Oh, okay. It's just a lot. She's just old. <laughs> there have been reports of the sound of a typewriter coming from a room where Joel Chandler Harris used to stay. He's a writer who wrote the Uncle Remus stories. Have you ever heard of the Uncle Remus stories? No. So Uncle Remus is a collection of animal stories, songs, and oral folklore collected from Southern United States African-Americans. Many of the stories are, um, I don't know this word, didacted, (laughs) much like those of Aesop's fables and the stories of Jean de la Font. <laughs> Uncle Remus is a kindly old former slave who serves as a storytelling device, passing the folktales to children gathered around him. So um, there have also been sightings of an old dapper gentleman reading a book by windows in the hotel. There has been a woman in a flowing white dress roaming down the halls, and there's even a ghost of a woman who haunts the bathrooms and will lock your stalls. And unlock oh my God, them. like I can't even imagine that happening. Like, like it's like things like that. You're just like, I don't know. Like I've heard stuff before, and I didn't know if it was a ghost or just like 
you know, all in my head. Has that ever happened to you? Like you hear things and like you think it's a ghost or like something. And oh yeah, well, especially when we're recording because I can't hear my surroundings that well, and then I'll like hear something I think, mm-hmm. and it like scares me. <laughs> yeah, but imagine <laughs> like staying at that hotel and then you're just like you go to the bathroom and then there's like a ghost lady standing in the mirror behind. <laughs> I'd probably like if I went with you, I'd probably be like can you go to the bathroom with me <laughs> like even in the stall yes you're like just come in here just come in here with me and hold my I'm hand <laughs> but you have to turn around so you don't see anything I don't care if you see anything <laughs> it's nothing I had seen before exactly <laughs> so um guests of the hotel often talk about hearing and sometimes seeing the apparitions of small children especially at night people have heard running giggling and the sounds of balls bouncing down the halls then when they look out the door there's nothing there one of the the most infamous stories was that of a mother and her son who stayed at the hotel um the boy's mother was in the bathroom and her son was or sorry she was in the bedroom and he (laughs) was in the bathroom playing and talking to himself Her son came out of the bathroom crying and she asked him what was wrong. And he said, the boy bit me. And she's like, what, what boy? Um, He's like the one that I was playing with in the bathroom. Oh my God. It's so weird that like kids can see ghosts like that. Yeah. It's because they're like vulnerable souls. Did I ever tell you that Nathan had like a bunch of, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Imaginary friends. And he named them. Really? Yes. And gross. (laughs) <laughs> but they could like what if they were ghosts they could have been yeah he yeah. One, of them, one was named niche and one was named nine and he would blame stuff on them like he would tell he would say um that they did it or they made him do it <laughs> so that was kind of funny but it was kind of cool i think he's the only one that had imaginary friends well p never had imaginary him. friends but she One time, I'll never forget this, we were living in Temecula and we had like this backyard that had like a fence that was like, like not see-through, but it was like animals could go through it or like a very skinny person could probably could too. So it was kind of creepy. And I remember one day P was out there like playing and I was like in the kitchen, like, I don't know, cooking or something. And she comes in and she goes, um mom there's a man in the backyard and I was like what and she's like a man in the backyard and I was like where and so I come out and I'm like looking and I don't see anybody and I was like what the fuck and then I was so scared and later that night she kept telling me she was like mom there was a man in the back and she was like Audrey's age or maybe even littler but she could like talk more and I was like well was he a good man or was he a bad man and she's like he was a good man and then I was like, well, what did he look like? And then she's like, black hair, black eyes. Like, and I was just like, what the fuck? I don't did know. Did you ever it- ask her like after if she remembers like seeing that person? No, I probably should because it, it really scared me. And I remember I was dating this guy at the time and I told him, I was like, hey, um, like she's telling me this. And he's like, wait, she's told me about that too. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, she's told me that she saw a man in her backyard and I didn't know if you like had a guy over and I was like no I didn't I live right next door to you I would not have a guy over when you're my boyfriend yeah <laughs> but yeah it was scary mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> Anyways, so um, the boy's mother quickly went to look in the bathroom and didn't see the boy of whom her son spoke of. But when she looked at her son's arm, she found that there was a bite mark. Um, there have been many stories of guests getting bit, but they were in places on their body where it would have been impossible for them to do it to themselves. Uh, guests have also seen, like I said, the soldiers of amputees wandering the halls. Guests have even seen one man in particular in the lobby. He's seen holding his amputated limb in one hand and asking guests to help him find the surgeon to like put his arm back on. Oh my God. <laughs> there are even reports of a bad odor. And when they were first renovating the hotel in the opening of 1999, three rooms had foul smells and bad vibes. So overpowering that the staff and workers could not stay in them long enough to get anything oh. done. They Thank tried shit. every like, I can't even they imagine that. Like a hold of and nothing like death worked. or something. Huh? Finally, yeah, they well, had a prayer slash like breath, and then you're like thinking about those rooms and, and the smell of vibes own, like, relented only with four fourteen mm-hmm. still having the persisting. But so the rooms were two twelve to have a prayer and blessing to get all the bad vibes out of my life. No, two fourteen. You need an extra fourteen and four fourteen. Yeah, I think so too. So four fourteen being the worst. And staff is said to play gospel music. It's still very too because that is the only thing they treats the vibes and odors at bay so gospel music just start blasting that i guess Mm -hmm. by the old operating room guests have claimed to see a ghost ghosts in doctor's coats and they have felt the sensation of someone grabbing their wrist kind of like a nurse that's checking for your pulse oh wow that's crazy so um i think we should go stay there yeah i would love that (laughs) that would be so fun (laughs) although i'd probably be snuggled up to you because i'd be so scared shaking (laughs) i know i couldn't sleep all night because alicia was vibrating (laughs) (laughs) that would be horrible okay so the next place is colonial park cemetery this is actually how i found out about all of this stuff about savannah was because i was just scrolling through tiktok and then it showed me like a video of like um, people, I guess, go to the cemetery in Savannah all the time. It's like a tourist attraction because mm-hmm. um, they've gotten so many like pictures and videos of apparitions or orbs in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, then I started going through like a black hole of TikTok about how haunted Savannah is. Oh my gosh. Did and you find a lot of stuff? I mean, I found three for this episode. No. And that's why I was <laughs> telling you, I was like, it could be a multi-parter, but um Mm-hmm. I only did this episode because I was like, yeah. too much hauntings. But, <laughs> so anyways, Colonial Park Cemetery um, is a six acre cemetery that was established in 1750. And thanks to the yellow fever breakout, it quickly tripled in its original size only a few years after it was um, opened. Mm-hmm. The plague of 18... 18- 20 killed 700 people most of these bodies ended up being buried in two mass graves like you were asking earlier including- isn't that what happened in paris yeah but they were um yeah yeah but they were also in, in walls remember they put yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's weird <laughs> Um, this unit served as a cemetery in Savannah for over a century and has over 9,000 graves. It stopped accepting new burials um, in 1853. 
This um, cemetery is also previously known as Old Cemetery, Old Brick Graveyard, South Broad Street Cemetery, or Christ Church Cemetery. Um, after Sherman's march to the sea, remember he marched with all those soldiers to spare people. Uh-huh. I guess <laughs> um, he gifted the city to Abraham Lincoln as a birthday president. President. <laughs> president. President. <laughs> in 1864, there were rumors or legends that while Sherman's men were there, they defiled dates on the residents' um, lives. Like they would be like, oh, this person was alive for 400 years. This person was alive for 260 years. Like that kind of stuff. Or like making it so that like a son died, but he was older than his father, like stuff like that. Um. (laughs) You know, silly things, but not really. Um, (laughs) However, others say that those headstones were just removed. And then they said that they like removed them because it was disrespectful but Mm. others say that story is not true um the headstones were just displaced during yellow fever when they needed more room for the mass graves Mm. um this gravesite is larger than some people even realize this is because it extends past the fence line surrounding the site the sidewalks and streets surrounding are paved and bricked over graves graves and people unknowingly walk over them all the time um that would it be is, really scary. Like I always thought about that. You know how they have that thing in Hollywood with the movie all on the graves? I don't know if I could do that. Like sit on someone's grave. Oh, in the old Hollywood cemetery where they yeah. play movies. Yeah. Um, that would be so scary. I mean, I'd probably sit by a tree or something, like not not on someone's grave. Like that's like disrespectful. <laughs> You're like leaning up on their head tombstone. <laughs> I know. Hey, what's up? <laughs> um yeah and well and that's the thing about this graveyard is like people don't realize they're like uh let's just make it smaller so just remove those headstones and we'll just pay over that oh my god that's so weird to think um because too i don't know if you know this in uh, savannah or georgia in general there's like they have a lot of those um brick you know roads or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's really like cobblestone roads so it's kind of it's really cool Uh because it's kind of like old like oh, English I would love style. to see that. That would right? be so cool. It would be like really pretty. I, yeah. I feel, and I would dress up like I was back then. <laughs> how with a corset I, and stuff? I yeah. don't know how they used to dress. I don't either, <laughs> but it would be fun. I've always <laughs> wanted to live in that time, but then at the same time, it's like then you would die of yellow fever. And that's true. <laughs> only at sixteen or something stupid. <laughs> so. um it is believed that this is why the city of Savannah is so haunted because the graves of these forgotten souls have been disrespected and forgotten. Several bodies were lost or for, forgotten during like when they're like, oh, we need a mass grave. Some of these bodies. Um, and one example of a body that went temporarily missing for like quite a while was Major General Nathaniel Green. And he was the second in command to George Washington during the Revolutionary War. And Mm -hmm. even that fame of being second in command to the first president of the United States um, didn't stop him from becoming one of the lost bodies. Mm -hmm. Him and his son um, went missing for a while. And but they were eventually. (laughs) No, (laughs) I actually my table is like broken. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. over the years, there have been many attempts to build over the entire cemetery, like they just wanted to put in railways or like courthouses and stuff like that. But the cemetery, mm-hmm. the cemetery is still standing. 
um, because citizens and histori historians have fought over it all this time. Like they have kind of like the, um, the Marshall house too, you know, like mm -hmm. people really fought to keep that history yeah. standing mm -hmm. back in, um, 1896, the park and tree commission tried to beautify the spot. And then in 1967, the trustees garden club restored the cemetery. Then in 1990, the city of Savannah started a um, preservation project to keep the cemetery maintained. One of the most famous ghosts of the cemetery is Renee Rondelier. Um, I wonder if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Renee is often seen walking through the cemetery or hanging in the hanging tree that is in the back of the cemetery. Um, What's a hanging tree? It's a tree where um, people have been hung in history and uh, they just kept it there. And they kind of like, there's like a rock in front of it, like as a memorial. Oh, I was going to say they should get rid of it, but then I get, I guess. It's just I crazy know. that like you yeah. used it to murder people. Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> uh um renee is uh, oh anyways hanging from the hanging tree renee um is easy for guests to spot because he when he was alive he was seven feet tall so his oh my ghost god is like super tall Holy um, shit, that's crazy imagine that'd be so scary doesn't that kind of remind you of that one show the house the, the haunting of hill house oh don't they have? say that <laughs> i want to get the chills of yeah that top hat man yeah, yeah. That's scary. Um, there are many stories about Renee, who Renee really was. One of the most famous um, is a tale about how a serial killer, Renee um, Rondelier, had murdered two girls in the cemetery and then went on the run. When a local mob formed, they eventually found him and lynched him, like hanging mm -hmm. him from a tree. That's sad. So, um, Although tons of people have seen this ghost and there are so many stories about him, mm -hmm. um, the story of the ser serial killer, Renee, is not true and cannot be substantiated in history anywhere. Mm -hmm. So they're not really sure where this story came from. It's like local legend, but people see his ghost all the time, even people who haven't heard of him, which is oh. weird. So it's like, if that's not who it really is, then it's like, who was he? And how is he not in history if he was that tall? Yeah. If that's like a real ghost that's haunting that area. Mm -hmm. And also, why would a lot of people make that up? Oh, well, I mean, I guess they could. But... Some people do, but I'm sure some people like actually saw it and they just, yeah. then it started a rumor mill. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, so voodoo rituals have been known to also occur in the cemetery. Um, in the mornings, people would come in and find like the remnants from a ritual from the night before. Soil from the graveyard is, was often taken to perform rituals, and it is even said in history that the graveyard would be raided and graves would be robbed for bones to perform some of those rituals. Um, just south of the south wall of the cemetery is a park. This area was once dueling grounds in Savannah back when it was legal, often leading to death in this area. So it's just death on top of death and then people <laughs> defiling graves. That's oh, what this God. cemetery is. Jeez. So that's why it's really haunted, but and it's like such a, a huge uh tourist attraction, basically. Do you feel like the ghosts get mad when people defile their graves? Like if they actually exist there? 
I guess it depends because a lot of people are always like, oh, ghosts aren't in cemeteries. Why would you be where your body is? Wouldn't you be where you died or where you Mm. spent the most time on earth or where you're the happiest? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I guess I would have to be a ghost (laughs) to find out. Yeah. And then I'll come back and tell you. (laughs) Okay, cool. On your mirror in the fog. Yes. (laughs) Like, this is where I died. So this is where I stay. In your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, oh no, is that foreshadowing? <laughs> no, <Sure>. hopefully not. <laughs> okay, and I have one more location that I'm going to talk about, and I really like this one. Okay. This place is called the Pirate's House. Oh, um, that sounds intriguing. I know. <laughs> it was built in 1734, and it's the oldest standing building in Savannah. This building is so historic that it's even mentioned in the novel Treasure Island by Robert Louis Robertson. Um, In the mid-1800s, it used to be like a bar for seamen and pirates, you know, to come and hang out. (laughs) While in Pineville, I I should probably say like sailors, but you'll be more mature than that. No, I won't. So gross. Okay, I'll just say sailors. (laughs) And they would hang out at this bar while they were in port. Stories say that pirates would knock drunken men unconscious, drag them out to sea in the tunnels below the bar, and the tunnels used to lead from the rum cellar in the basement to River Street. Then these men would wake up the next day as enslaved pirates. And if they refused to, you know, stay and be a pirate, then they would be tossed overboard. Um, it is said that the spirit of these sailors are the ones that are that now haunt this today uh, place that is a restaurant now. <laughs> today <laughs> place. <laughs> I was like, the sentence is not coming out right. Before, <laughs> you know what I mean. Before the tunnels were closed off, um, people would claim that they would hear footsteps of boots on the floorboards. Um, that's not right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before the tunnels were closed off, people would claim to hear like people moaning in those tunnels and screaming, like from oh being dragged, you know, God. yeah, to go be a pirate. Um, but these tunnels have been closed off. Supposedly, there's like this one guy who was like, "No, those tunnels never, never existed," and people are like. Well, we want them to have existed. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Um, and then they would also claim to hear like footsteps of boots on the floorboards around them and that nobody was there. Um, ghosts and apparitions have also been seen in the dining room by guests and employees. Some employees who say like if they were like there late at night, like shining silverware or something, they would like feel like they were being watched and like look up and they're just be like, I wonder if they have like a, a special sailor. like ha- Halloween thing, you know? That would be cool. Like to yeah. go stay in the Marshall house, mm-hmm. go to that cemetery and then for dinner after go to the pirate house. Yes. That would be so cool. Oh, like, really dark and like, like spooky, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then we would definitely see a ghost and you would probably shit your pants. Probably. I probably when, would. When, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but so they would, um look up and see a sailor not a sailor <laughs> a sailor staring back at them and then as they're looking at them they just slowly start to disappear oh, until they're gone that's creepy um and then 
Um, many people who even pass by like the windows and stuff of the restaurant will say they see like what looks like an old timey sailor or a pirate standing mm-hmm. in the window. And then, oh. then they'll be like, oh, you got a pirate today for, and they're like, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so scary. Um, and that is my stories about ghosts in Savannah. Some of them, there's like tons of haunted more, those, huh? Yeah tons of haunted locations see we should do like another one but like when we're there that'd be so cool yeah like after we experience everything and then we talk about it like i was washing my hands in the bathroom and then i splashed water on my face and i looked (laughs) up into the mirror and there was a pirate standing behind me it was a jack sparrow so i wish I, I know I like those videos how everybody's doing the Jack Sparrow run I want to do oh it. yeah that would be we should do that when I go over there that would be so That's funny so <laughs> have the kids do it they probably wouldn't though no. and they probably would suck at it anyways. yeah probably <laughs> I would win <laughs> no you're too you're too short and stout <laughs> I feel like I have like the same body type as Johnny okay oh, okay <laughs> his stature the hair all Mm -hmm. of it true (laughs) but yeah I I really liked doing this um episode because it was really cool hearing because it's all like super like you know um historical stuff I guess yeah like Mm -hmm. soldiers and ladies and pirates and yeah it's really really interesting yeah yeah I liked it it was pretty cool I that I really want to go now I know, but I feel like you would just be scared the whole time. I don't care as long as you're there and what we would have fun. And you'd probably laugh at me like I'll probably be crying. (laughs) I'll be like, let's watch a scary movie. And you're like, no, let's watch like Rainbows and Puppies. I know. Let's watch Hallmark. (laughs) Oh god. A Christmas Hallmark movie. Yes. Yes. (laughs) No, Blair Witch Project. Oh God. (laughs) I don't think I've never seen that movie. You've never seen that movie, no, really? No, uh-uh. Oh, what it was. I, I know. <laughs> it's one of the good ones, for Maybe sure. Maybe I'll watch it when I go over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought we watched the new one together, though. Uh, my I thought that was with you. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I watched so many movies, I don't even know what's what. I know, and you watch it with other people, too. You movie-watching horror. <laughs> I am. I'm always like, we should watch this. And she's like, oh, I've seen that. And I'm like, how dare like, you? How dare you? <laughs> like, I only see you once every five months in person. So oh, yeah, now. Play me. Uh, okay, well, bye then. Bye then. <laughs> bye. Thanks, night, everyone, everybody. for listening. Thank we you. appreciate it. Love you. Have a good, have a good whatever. Have a good whatever. (laughs)